ever noticed that the more idle you are, you tend to focus more on what's not working well in your life, especially like right before falling asleep? What if the solution was to be so busy living a great life that you have no time to notice if anything is quote-unquote missing in your life? Does that sound too easy? Well, it can be that easy. Let's take a closer look right now. See you inside. Welcome to the Women Rising Together podcast, a place for women with a deep desire to change their lives and the course of their future. And now here's your host, life coach, Addie Scharf-Helbling. Hey there, friends. Welcome to today's episode. I hope you're doing amazing. I'm doing amazing, except for one little thing. One of our chickens um, kind of escaped. Um, She's been having a rough time here. She got attacked by the other chickens, and I nurtured her back to health, and I accidentally opened the door to let one of the roosters out, and she zoomed out, and she kind of hasn't come back, and so I'm really worried about her. This is going to be the third night since she hasn't come back, and I hope she is doing okay because we have foxes that go through here, and so, yeah, so I'm a little bit um, worried about her. I will let you know on the next episode if she has returned, but yeah, that's what's going on. Other than that, everything's amazing, so welcome to the Let's get busy episode so that we can have a better life. Um, this is this episode has come to the front of my mind to create it because um, I have observed some of this in people, and I think this used to happen to me more in the past as well. And so I wanted to just share some things with you in case this is something that is happening to you. So basically what we're going to be talking about is when we have too much time on our hands that we have time to focus on what's not working well in our lives. And so it is not really that we don't have things to do. Maybe we have a lot to do. A lot of us, most of us have a lot to do, but sometimes we just don't do those things. And we tend to neglect things that we should be doing or that we could be doing for our benefit. And instead, we just kind of overlook those things and we focus on things that may not be working um, well in our lives according to what we are thinking. And so one of the things I have noticed is that people who are busy um, are generally happier than people who have too much unfulfilled time in their hands. And I want to make sure that like most people are busy, even busy people, um, they have time and people who we say we are so busy all the time, but we worry too much. We have unfulfilled time. In other words, we have time, but we are not doing things with that time that is fulfilling for us. Um, And although it's great to have free time, if we're not using it in a way that is nurturing 
um, to us, to our, to our lives, that is creating better lives for us, or a better life for us, it, it can work against us to have to have too much time, you know, to watch too much television or to, I don't know, to do mindless things. And in the end, we end up not feeling um, good about ourselves um, and, you know, complaining and just seeing life as not fulfilling. So one of the things I have noticed is that people who are happily busy, meaning they're busy, but they're happy, right? They're, they're, they're so, they're so happy being busy and they don't usually go around saying things like, you know, no one visits me. Like I'm lonely, things like that. Or if only I had uh, a spouse, a mate, uh, uh, friends, if only I had more friends uh, or you know, come visit me anytime, right? You can come over anytime because, you know, I, I need the company. Like, I never say that. I never say, come visit me anytime. I'm quite the opposite of that. And so um, when we are in that frame of mind, we tend to make other people responsible for our happiness in general. Like, okay, if you visit me, like these people don't visit me enough, my children or whoever, my friends, you know, they're just busy over there doing their own thing. Those kinds of, those kinds of statements happy people, I don't hear them say things like that. They, they are doing things either by themselves or they find ways to, to get themselves occupied in things that bring them fulfillment. And one of the things I noticed, some of the things I've noticed on, on busy and, or even busy, sometimes you know, people appear to be busy. Like if you're working all the time, you might be busy, but during your time when you're not out there doing something you have to do, there's nothing that you are doing to help you, you know, improve your life, to rest, refill your tank, that kind of thing. So they, people who are un, not, not busy or unhappy, they focus on lack, it's always an external thing. Something is missing, um, blaming other things other than themselves for not going out there and finding things that will bring them happiness. Um, and they also reject suggestions. Like you can say, like I've said, well, do you have friends? No, I don't want friends. Do you want to, why don't you go on a trip? No, I don't like trips. You know what I'm saying? So they have a lot of complaints, but no suggestion is good enough. Not even, you know, you want to get a pet? Like some people, when they live alone, just having a pet is, is enough. It's, it's like having companionship. And people who seem to focus on the lack of, that they see in their lives, lack of things, lack, lack of companionship, lack of whatever, they don't, they don't uh, want to hear any suggestions either. And uh, they don't seem to be passionate about any specific things that would bring them fulfillment, like, like some happy people um, that I see everywhere now. I'm, I, I pay attention a lot to see what people are doing that is bringing them fulfillment because I want to focus from 
being in the frame of mind that happiness has to come to me from outside this way. Like it comes, it has to come to me without me going out there and trying new things, looking to see what is fulfilling for me. So one of the things I, I see people do that are happy, I notice that they are passionate about things, that they have a lot of passion. Well, different people have different passions, but there is a passion for things. For example, um, for the most part, people who garden, I notice, are happy people. I am a gardener, and I can tell you that gardening for me is one of those things that I could I can get lost in there. And it doesn't have to be like a beautiful big garden. It can just be like uh, potting plants that I just got or uh, clipping them, pruning them, that kind of thing. And I, I noticed I've known other gardeners, and I feel the same way. There's like a peacefulness to them to their lives and to what they do. I noticed too that um, a lot of happy people are very organized people. They know where things are, their their homes organized, their lives organized, they dress well. And even if they don't dress well, for example, like, you know, they're not fashionistas or anything like that, they are very comfortable in what they wear, whatever it is, however it happens to be. Um, it's it's who they are. They feel comfortable in that in what they wear. But I do notice that happy people tend to dress very well, like nice, like you can see happiness on under clothes. I love that. Um, and and also you can also see comfortness. If you if it's not very fashionista, it's, it's a very comfortable feeling that that I noticed in people who are who are happy. They're also active very outdoorsy. A lot of happy people I know, um, they go outside, they like the fresh air, whatever it is, walking, climbing, all kinds of things like that. Um, they're crafters, they're creatives, they're hobbyists, those kinds of people who are always using their creativity to create with their with hands and with their, with their minds. They have ideas and they want to put them to use. I love that. I myself have been a crafter. I think I am a crafter and a creative. I love trying new things and, and making new things. Um, so, and I think those kinds of things, those kinds of activities bring us joy, happiness, and really occupy our minds in a way that is calming and brings a lot of satisfaction. And they, I also noticed that people um, really take pride on like their dwelling where they live. They take care of things. They take care of their belongings, their home, their surroundings, their cars, their um, everything in their lives is, and including themselves, they take very, very good care of things. And that's also an indication that somebody is happy. I love seeing that. I myself, sometimes I look like I care a lot and sometimes I don't. It just depends. <laughs> like when you catch me, if you catch me out in the garden, uh, not so much. But if I have to go out someplace and be um, on Zoom or whatever, then I, you know, I do primp up a little bit. And so anything, any of these things that you may want to incorporate in your life if you're having this kind of problem, this kind of challenge in your life, 
I, I recommend things like this. Um, I especially love, I've been to a lot of places like homes, people's homes, when it's so inspiring to be in their homes because uh, you can see the care and happiness. Like you can see happiness around people based on what they do. They love beauty. They love beautiful things. They, they want to create a beautiful world around them. Um, and I find that really, really inspiring. And I kind of look for that myself when I try to mm, get out of a funk that I'm, that I'm in, whether it's uh, in decorating my home, because sometimes we can get into that. Uh, even if our home is a certain way and we love it, sometimes if we don't change things for a while, it can become, things can become kind of stale in different stages of life. So that's that's one of the things I've seen and I always look for that. Pinterest is my best friend. So yeah. Also passion for like food and cooking or baking, those kinds of things. People are very creative in a lot of different ways. I noticed that it takes a lot of skill to do these things, to to be a good cook, a good chef for your family or for yourself and, and baking, decorating things, decorating cookies, cupcakes and all kinds of things. And I noticed that some people are just so creative and that brings so, oh my gosh, if you ever see like beautiful uh, ice, what do you call this? Yeah, uh, sugar cookies with icing on them, beautiful icing decorations and cupcakes or, or cakes beautifully decorated. My daughter is an expert at decorating, making beautiful cakes. And it is just so beautiful to have a passion like that. And I do notice that when people seem very sad and like they feel like life is not good, I feel there's there's a, there's something missing. There is there's a passion for things missing. It's like there's an everyday thing. We do the same thing every day, and we're not enjoying it. It's just like a it's like a just getting through the day thing. Like okay, I have I have coffee, and then I go to work, and then I come back, and then I have dinner, whatever dinner it is, and then I go to sleep, and that's it. Every day the same thing, and so we have to make room or. It, it would benefit us to make room, have ideas, to add beautiful new ideas, creating things in our lives. I notice a lot of happy people too are into self-development, that they're self-development enthusiasts. I love that. I'm in that kind of a environment right now. I love learning new things. Oh, today happens to be... Um, Cyber Monday when I'm recording this episode and I went on to Audible and like all kinds of books are like 85% off. I was like, what? I was buying books left and right for self-development. So I bought all kinds of books today because it was, they were like 80% off. And if you're listening to this episode tomorrow, they're still going to be on sale because that sale goes on for like four days. So you can get all your books uh, for very, very, um, at a very deep discount. A lot of them are. Uh, so that's another thing. Also traveling. I notice a lot of people who are happy. They love to travel. They're avid readers. Again, it goes with Audible. They're pet lovers. I notice people who are unhappy have no pets. 
a lot of people who are unhappy have no pets. I'm like, do you want to get a cat? You should little, maybe you should get a little dog. Nope, I don't like pets. I don't like dogs. And so I personally, my husband and I, we have pets. And oh my gosh, when my husband's not home and our cats are just there, it's almost like just having another, not another person, but it's just like you're not alone, right? Because you have these little um, living living creatures living with you that you take care of and you nurture and, and you get to love and they just love you unconditionally back. So yeah, travelers, readers, pet animal lovers, nature lovers, I find are very like self, self-fulfilled in some way. They, um, they also, happy people, they also ah, self-entertain. I find this so fascinating because this, this is a new kind of a thing for me because I was always used to, I had not seen this that much until I met my husband. My husband, uh, when we met, he would come to visit me and he would come with like three newspapers, a crossword puzzle book, and in a book maybe like a lot of reading material and he was not one to need me to entertain him the whole time he was there and I noticed that with most people if you visit them they want to entertain you the whole time you can't like read a book and also when somebody visits you if you you feel you may feel like you can't really go do anything if they're still there because um, they might feel like okay they have overstayed their welcome so that kind of a thing I noticed that for when I met my husband and he was like that it was such a relief to me because you know I was I was a a single woman I owned my own home and I had a, a big backyard. And I had a lot of things to take care of. And I was self-employed at the time, too. So I always had things to do. And so when my husband came along and he was, like, over there reading, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. Like, when my children, my grandchildren visit me, they don't have to do anything, like, spend, like, quote-unquote, quality time. A lot of people think that you come to visit them and you got to spend quality time and you got to sit there at the table and talk about whatever. <laughs> I, I, I've experienced that. And, and my granddaughter one day, she was telling my grandson, no, you can't be watching TV and playing Minecraft the whole time. You need to come over here and spend quality time with, with grandma. And I said, no, 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 it's fine. As long as they're happy doing something, I don't care what they're doing. They can be outside playing. They can be watching Minecraft playing Minecraft, watching a, a YouTube something, as long as it's appropriate and it's not, you know, hurting anybody. I want them to be happy when they come to visit me. And they don't have to entertain me or I, I never feel like if they're doing something that they want to do, that is not quality time. The fact that they're here at my house. It's quality time for me. And so I highly recommend like looking into what is going on in your life. If there is anything amiss where you're feeling like, is this all there is? Like, is this all there is in life? Like, oh, it's boring or like, I'm so unfulfilled. Like, where is the one? I don't know. Sometimes we think that if we had a mate or we had more friends or if and if and if and if. And, but what if 
you initiated the the thing. Like you go get it. You go do it. You know what you want. Like find it out and do more fun things because the more fun things you do, well, life is just going to become that much more fun. It's going to keep going. That's just the the way the way it works. It's so um, it's so hard to um, remember that sometimes. I think we forget and we get into a rut and we're like, okay, this is just the way my life is going to be. Nothing, it's no fun. I can't afford to go to Hawaii as if Hawaii was the only place that was beautiful. I mean, just walking outside the door is beautiful. So if something appears to be broken in your life that's outside of you, like maybe a relationship or anything, try to fix it as best you can because it'll be worth it for your peace of mind and whatever it may be. If it's health, if it's weight, if it's because all these things come up all the time. Not not being able to to find the right clothes for yourself or how to, you know, clean your, how to decorate your garden or design your garden, whatever it may be in your life, any of those things. Go out there and get them. Go find them out. And get busy. Get busy. Get so busy that you're not going to have a minute to be unhappy. This has been so useful for me to navigate this and to play with this idea. And I think if you're struggling with this, I think it's going to be very useful for you as well if you try it. All right, friend, thank you again for being with me today. I love having your company. I hope to see you again on the next episode. Have a beautiful day. Hey, do you have a life coach? If you don't have one yet, I would love to be your coach. I created the Master Your Craft program designed to work in specific areas or challenges in your life in a way that works for your specific situation, and I think you would love it. To find out more, click the link in my Instagram bio, A Women Rising Together, where you can also connect with me. Also, if you're finding this podcast useful, I would so appreciate it if you were head over to iTunes and give it a review and rating to help me reach more women who may benefit from listening. See you next time. And until then, let's keep rising.